forever. Dog. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of American Arts and Culture Review Podcast. What's up, dudes? Um, today's podcast is, if you listen to the Patreon, you heard me talk about how I wanted to go to Wits and record the next episode, but I didn't do that because, uh, today, uh, uh, I've convinced myself I have corona because I went to a single protest. And because of that, I'm, I'm doing another, uh, uh, podcast on Skype. Okay, gang! Uh, today's episode, um, uh, we have Whitmer Thomas. He's three feet tall, and he's two years old. He was born two years ago. What do you think about that, Dave? We also have Ronnie Thomas Berry. He's from, um, Santa Maria, California, and he's currently, that's where he is right now. Uh, there's no way that you can prove me wrong, Rod. And, um, uh, what's up, dudes? Welcome to the podcast, gang. What's up? But you told lies. I didn't tell lies, man. You try to call me out for being fake news. You had another thing coming you're, to you. What's up, dude? You're telling lies, man. As soon as um anything like political, like the political revolution happens, Rod always retreats to his mansion in Santa Maria. And uh, you know what you know also he does? He also says everything is a lie because the revolution brings out new truths. And then he wants to undercut those truths by saying everything is a lie. Just like how I said that he's in Santa Maria right now and how you said he's in his million-dollar mansion because of all the money his he's been made. His billion-dollar mansion. I'm sorry. I just told a lie. And he bought that recently just using the money that he saved up from delivering <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, I mean, whatever. I, what, Rod? I still have to go to work um, five days a week, but I do live in a, a billion-dollar mansion. In Santa Maria. Yeah. It's just like the first away. the first thing that he like texted me when he was like trying to look for a home. He, he first texted me, hey, is there a billion dollar home that you know about that I can buy? And I go, Rod, what do you think I am? Um, I'm a peasant. And two, he said, do you, do you think Steven Crowder needs a roommate? And I go, I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. I don't know why Steven Crowder would need a roommate. He's probably Exactly, that's what I was saying. That's exactly what I said to you. And <laughs> you're just repeating what I told what I said to you. Rod has a uh so yeah, he has a billion dollar lake house that's a mansion with a moat around it and he's likes to stand on the other on his side of the moat with a sign that says um that says uh I I'm the king, prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So what does Steven Crowder do again? Steve he Crowder? says like he goes like like uh He's the I guy who's know. famous for Blue that, Lives uh, Matter, prove me wrong or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that, yeah. He's um, the guy who's famous for sitting at the table, right? Rod, you have yeah, so yeah. much information about him. It's like it's like you like love him or something. I am I'm not I'm not a fan. Um so. more than a fan, I guess, is what you'd say. Yeah. Uh, what's up, dudes? Do y'all know that I have corona? I think this is the fourth time I said on the podcast that I genuinely believe that I have corona, but like this time I'm, I'm actually being serious. I have COVID nineteen. So yeah, I think the first time what you said it was you... probably in February. Yeah, February was the first so time. What makes you think that, Clay? Well, I went to the protest. There's so much about the protest I want to talk about too. Actually, there's not. Um, literally, just one thing I want to talk about. Um, <laughs> on the so there, there wasn't that many people there. Um. 
and when I in Silver Lake, yeah. So what? This is in Silver Lake. So I was walking back home. I, I felt great because I was like, "Hey, listen, I went there. I did everything safely. Everyone was wearing a mask. I didn't really touch anyone. I didn't, wasn't really close to anyone." Um, did you do the thing where if you fart, you pull your pants all the way down to reveal your naked butt? Yeah, for sure. I told That's you. I, bad. I told you I, I was at a protest. Not supposed to do that. What? Yeah, the COVID, the COVID can spread through a fart. No, really? Yeah. I said I, okay. I we, what I did. I don't think this. I don't think this is a thing that can spread COVID. Just because the way I did it, what I did was, you know, everywhere I go, I have a little horn that I blow. Um, yeah. So I yeah. blew the horn. Everyone had my was looking at me, and I and I said, everyone stop. It's my turn to talk. I have a big, fat, juicy fart about to uh, explode out of my pants, and I'll pull down my um, uh, my red caps down to my ankles, and if y'all want to line up, y'all can get a, a, a nice whiff of my uh, fart. And so everyone agreed to that, and everyone lined up, and they sniffed my fart. So what? how is that, do you think, how is that getting people COVID-19? So you pulled down all the way. Yes. And then you farted, and then everybody kind of one by one uh, gave it a whiff. Yeah, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I think they that's did one bad. of these. Yeah, <laughs> for people listening to audio, it's just you know what you did. Uh, I wafted. He wafted nice. in the. You yeah. get a big like a wine glass. <laughs> and so, but so that's how you. And then and then Rod vocal. showed up, and then everyone goes, Rod's here. He's a he's disgusting. Let's everyone go. And, I, and then I had to pull up my pants and run. So, Rod, do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. I got off work and then I. Uh, well, you came to up. You came up and I uh, and with your table and a sign that said "Cops are cool." Prove me wrong. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but so then like... after the protest, I like. Um, I walked home and I felt great because like there's no way I'm getting COVID from this. And a homeless guy coughed on me. Oh, so is that really what happened? Oh, he didn't like. So like, there's like a homeless guy there. I walked by a like uh, a a little like uh, a coffee shop that's closed down now, and it has like a little like the windows. The door kind of goes in a little bit, and it creates a little cubby. And um, he looks like an old, like, crusty punk that's, like, really old or whatever. And he just violently coughed, like, right when I walked by him. Uh And I go, well, if there's one way to get COVID. And he violently coughed as if, like, he was sick. So that got me to um, a little spiral. I'm not saying he had it, but it made me think. Um, Because, you know, I'm neurotic, just like Woody Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a walk the other day. So uh, did you... Drink a bunch of water. Is that the cure of COVID? I mean, no. I drink a beer and then maybe a cup of water the next two or three days. <laughs> you should you should be drinking a hot tea every day. Really? Uh, I don't know about I don't, that. I read that um, using drinking a lot of water is the, doing the same thing as like hand sanitizer or uh, washing your hands. So if I drink like a, a lot of like a gallon of water every hour, I can touch my eyes no matter where I go after pumping gas, um, oh, after yeah. after shaking hands at the bank. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense to me, but well, because okay. you're you're pissing all the um, sick out. 
Oh, you gotta quick. pee all the sick out. That does make sense. Have you never pissed your sick, Clay? I'm I'm not really um I'm not really sick ever. You've never pissed your sick. Uh uh-uh. uh I barely piss one man. I'm I'm I poop more than I piss. To be honest with you. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar if you tweet that right now. I poop more than I piss, to be honest with you. In this political climate <laughs> not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that's one you gotta save, I guess. But uh, but here's the one thing. Here's literally the one thing I want to talk about about the um, uh, Silver Lake protest is that I went there and there it was just a normal po- protest, um, everything normal except for a jazz band showed up and started playing Woody Allen style music. Oh boy! <laughs> and you loved it. Uh, yes, and I want to give the people listening a chance to listen to this. Let me see if I can. Um, find it real quick uh where where exactly was the protest it was at the danger bird like offices okay it's kind of where they do that they kind of do that every night uh yeah but first yeah but that was the that that protest was the first protest to be on that instagram thing Uh uh-huh um remember that the instagram that tells you where all the protests are Oh, yeah. So it was yes, the first yes, time that it showed up on that, and I thought it was going to be a lot bigger because of it being on that. But here's what the band sounded like. Um, sorry, gang. Let's see if you guys can hear this. God, stupid. Sorry, I'm bad at tech. Y'all should... No! How can I, can I play this in like a, um, can I open a video in Chrome? Oh, no, man. You gotta piss the sick. I don't really know what you mean. I don't know. Sometimes I can grab, I can like throw a photo onto Chrome and it plays it, and that's where I get all my audio from. Hey, dude, but what do you guys think of my outfit right now? What does this remind you of? Um. I don't know. Uh, it's truly a MySpace scene kid in 2007. Um, you should dye your hair black. Well, this, yeah, I feel like this would be like blonde, like blonde tips or something. I'm wearing a, a headband right now that I found on my couch. That's cool. Thanks, Rod. Where'd you, is it, do you think it's Kaylee's headband? Yeah, it must be. Um, okay, I'm just going to play on the, um, you guys are not going to be able to hear. I just want, I want someone to hear this. Um. You're playing the jazz music. Yeah. Uh, media source. Here we go. Let's go, gang. Um. Wait, would you get an Invader Zim hat? Hmm. Yeah, I bet you there's a cool Invader Zim hat out there. I loved Invader Zim. Okay, ready, They're gang? On- yeah. Oh. Yeah, bring him back. Wait, what's going on? I don't think we can hear it, but I'm playing it. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, sound off in chat if you heard that. 
Okay, I, chat. I didn't hear I that mean, at all. Whatever. I'm a, I'm already over it. I'm already over it. Abandoned. Laughing at us. I'm uh, I'm abandoning it. That's how Bob thinks we're a joke, uh, but he did hear it. That's nice. I, um, but so that's the music that I heard um, playing there, and no one commented on it. They just um, they just heard it. <laughs> Was anybody dancing? Um. There's a lady dancing in the video a little bit, but I don't know if it's, like, I think she was just happy to, like, you know, be at the protest and, um, you know, protest this garbage and uh, that's going on. And I don't know if it was in tune with the little Woody Allen uh, song that they were playing. So it could, it could have been not related. Um, How many people... Um like, do you think went to that protest and then thought, okay, my work here is done forever? Um, I think literally, <laughs> I most of them. <laughs> I mean, a lot of like yeah. Silver Lake people like go to protest mainly so they can document it, so they can justify oh. paying ten thousand dollars for their like Leica or whatever that camera is, Leica. Oh, Leica. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, so they like instantly turn into photojournalist. Yeah. Um. Um. I'm I'm like so weary of posting any positive information about and really defunding the police or even just how the positive um, things that have happened because of protests and because I keep thinking, what if somebody sees it and goes, cool, we we did it. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, that's what people are. I mean, people are going to be like that anyways. I mean, this is the week that I think people are going to start, like, getting back to normal life and forgetting yeah. that, like, there's just, like, a lot of stuff that needs to be done. I mean, I think we'll see if anybody protests, like, this weekend, if there's another big protest this weekend. Um, yeah. But, you know, I should... I, uh, like... Um, a lot. Of, I think you know. I don't know if I'll be at the protest this weekend because I think I'll be um, horrifically sick with my COVID. Right. Um, Even though you've already had it. Well, I, I maybe I didn't already have it. So I just like I'm just so I'm so positive I have it now that if I had it in the past, that just means I'm getting it twice. You can get it twice. I I shouldn't joke about that. You can't get it twice. Can you really? Is that happens as yeah, it happened to some sailors. Oh, because you, oh, because you, your homepage is usarmy.com, and it gives you well, all no, the all the play, military um, adjacent. Yes, my homepage is usnavy.com. Oh, okay. Um, Did y'all see? Have y'all seen any of the? I mean, it's a kind of an obvious meme, but it's really funny. And um, of the uh, you're talking about SpongeBob. No, no, um, it's cops, uh, cops during protests, and it shows them in, like, their full gear and what they have and, like, the, pla the, the um, plastic transparent face mask that they wear to protect themselves from whatever, COVID and whatever else. And then it shows a nurse, a nurse during <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> COVID. It's, like, pro cop for protesters during Black Lives Matter and then nurse uh, during COVID, and it's just like she has a paper mask over. <laughs> right, and they're both like they're both like federally funded, or like not. Once yeah. the the nurses are not. 
um, but one is. Yeah. Was there any police at the protest that you went to, Clay? No, not one. Uh, I think they got word that I was going to be there. And you would start yeah. roughing them up. Did you all see the video of the man just like knocking this guy, this racist guy out in the street that CJ just posted? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't He's hear the like, audio. The audio is it's kind of hard, difficult to hear, but it's really cool. It, it makes me. It's like one of those things where it's like uh, you fantasize about being good at fighting, just so that could happen one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to wow. um, very just like a functioning fighter. He just kind of. I mean, pretty that's cool. Good. I'm a pretty good. I'm a pretty good fighter. I think. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, he's really good at pinning people um, down. What does yeah. that mean? I don't know, Rod. <laughs> I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm working I'm working really hard today on um these insults. Um, uh, what else is going on, gang? I watched uh um I watched Yes Man last night while I was pa- doing um stuff packaging stuff. And in the did middle, and in the middle of it, did you say no thanks? No, I watched all of it, but the crazy thing about it is, in it, Jim Carrey plays a guy who lives on the east side, and so you see Echo Park, Silver Lake, and even Highland Park, but in like two thousand seven, um, and it's it's really kind of cool to watch you just because of that. Is the Woody Allen jazz band there? Uh, no, there's no there's no jazz in it. But Zoe De Chanel is in a band that's like Morningwood. Remember Morningwood? No. What is Morningwood? I don't know what Morningwood is. They're like there was that era of indie rock and roll music that was like uh, kind of gimmicky and uh, like like the darkness. Remember the darkness or Scissor oh, Sisters? Yeah. Oh right. Morningwood was part of that. And their biggest song, they just spelled their name. It went M-O-M-O-R-M-O-R-N-I-G-W-O-O-D to the nth degree. And it was on the radio. Oh, I remember um, that song. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but anyway, so like Zoe Deschanel is in a band like that. It's kind of crazy to think about Zoe Deschanel. Um, she yeah. was such a phen- like a thing, you know, in, in 2007 or whenever that was. She was so huge. And I guess she still is. It's just I never watched The New Girl, so I don't know. Yeah, she did a TV show and kind of stopped being a movie star. Mm-hmm. They just go, it's a, that's like the opposite of what you do. Yeah. Um, and did you see that movie theaters are opening back up? Oh, yeah. Um, they get, they gotta open up for the tenant. Yeah. But hey. tenant is really coming out. Yeah, I think hey. tenant. He wanted tenant to be like the thing, the first thing to come out. Bud. Hello. Whoa! I'll see it. I watched Inception yesterday too. Apparently, it's like supposed to Apparently. be. Apparently. They're gonna do uh, like quarter full theaters right now. Yeah, twenty five percent. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun. With the great John Early and Theta Hamill. 
Very handsome. Thank they're you. Here, thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a, a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live at the podcast app of your choice. Bum, 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 bum. I love Vic and Doug, and I love drinking my wine. Uh, Bud's in here, gang. Oh, there. Uh, Where'd he go? I don't know. I he think... froze. Oh, he froze. Um... He's at Dodgers Stadium right now. Oh, he said yeah. he wanted to call me. He said, hey, can I hop on the pod? And I said, yeah. Oh, there he is. I see him there. What's yeah, up, dude? No, you, you sound bad. Yeah, you, you sound and you look bad. <laughs> oh, well, I... Uh, hey, there's no need the to go into how he looks. <laughs> really, really rude of you. Guys. I'm so sorry. I'm really off with my insults right now. <laughs> Well, yes, but you're okay. Everyone yeah. coming in live, um, we have from Dodger Stadium. From Dodger Stadium, we have our uh, our silly reporter Bud Diaz on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Take me seriously, Bud this Diaz, coming in for another one of his classic silly reports. <laughs> no, 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 getting no. a COVID test over at Dodger Stadium. Could you tell uh, tell us your about your silly COVID test? Uh, hold on, good. You got one the uh, one ten north. Wait, so, oh, well, uh, oh Bud, Bud, you're doxing yourself right now. What do you mean? You're, we Now people know you're on the 110 North. I'm not. Wait, not don't yet. encourage in this. Um, so, okay. So I got something happened when I did my test. Okay. Um, Darn it. So you get, you get the swab, yeah? Yeah. And then um, you're supposed to cough a bunch to create some saliva, and then you can swab it around. And uh, what they don't tell you is that the vial you put in it is full of juice. Yeah. Oh no. So I immediately flip the vial upside down and pour the juice all Okay, for people that can't hear this, Bud apparently spilled the COVID juice on his pants. Oh. <laughs> I, I spilled the COVID juice on my khaki shorts. And just and, uh, to be clear, everyone, but this is actually not a silly news report from Bud Diaz. Out in the field. This is just a normal update from old Bud. Nothing silly about this. Yeah. Uh, so I spilled the COVID juice on my khaki, my green khaki shorts. Uh, it went down into the crack on my left leg pit. And um, it's, it's slimy. It's not a... Yeah, go ahead and go this way and then stick to your left uh, but uh, yeah, it's sticky, and um, they gave you this little pad here, which I assumed was to clean yourself up in case you. Spill <laughs> if you get the COVID goo on your khakis. <laughs> That's what I thought it was, but it uh, turns out this is supposed to stay in the bag because it it like attracts moisture or something. I used it to clean up the COVID juice off my face. Jesus, head. <laughs> I'm I'm still doing it. It's still on there. I think it's gonna be on my leg for a good while. But you got to get back in line. Yeah, you no, had to I hop back in line. You got to get a. That was a pointless COVID. Trip. You no, spilled all the. Juice. No. Look, there, was, there was a guy there. He he understood. He said it's fine. Don't worry. There, there was actually a a thing, a big sign that said don't drink the juice. Okay, apparently that was the thing people were doing is they were drinking the COVID juice. Oh boy. Uh, but I just spilled. But the kid ran into. 
talked to a manager and uh, he got me a new test pronto and I took it and I left. So I'm good. Okay, cloud um, good. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure this is a thing that people do a lot. They're not informed about the juice and then they don't know that there's juice in the tube. Also, the juice is clear. The tube is clear. <laughs> I'm yeah. be honest. You actually were informed about the juice. They told you not was to that? drink it. You knew that you knew the juice was in there. No, I saw the sign after this, that said not to drink it. <laughs> Everything was back with you. This, they should have shown you the sign first that informed you about the juice. Then they should have given you the test kit. But they gave it to me, and I opened it right up, and the juice. Fell and right then you out. said, and you said, "Oh, look at this nice juice! Look, look at this nice juice! I'm getting thirsty as a dog. Oops, it's on my cats." <laughs> <laughs> for, 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 for a second, I thought it was hand sanitizer. <laughs> like, oh, this is oh, good. No. Little what? Hand, little hand sanitizer before you reach in your mouth. Um, no, it's it's to protect the specimen. Uh, but now it's just protecting my left leg pit and my green khaki shorts. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. Well, yeah. Well, but anyways. That's really all I got for you. I'll let you know if I got any more silly reports from the field. Yeah, for sure. Let us know. We would love to hear okay. it. Yeah, okay. All right, go off. Okay, bye-bye. All right, thank Wow, what a silly report. That's, that is a silly report from a very silly man, but Diaz, and letting everyone know if you're if you're going to a COVID, uh, getting a COVID test, whatever they give you, just don't drink or spill on yourself. <laughs> Do not drink the COVID juice, and also, yes, please don't spill the COVID juice on yourself. So if, if I'm supposed to, if the objective when you get there is to get your mouth wet, why don't they just hand out pieces of candy? I think the candy would maybe... Uh, Clay, you know what's crazy now that you mentioned candy is I bought a whole thing of, of fruit punch Twizzler candy because I was thinking we were recording this at my house today and I was like, Clay will enjoy this. Oh my god, you shouldn't have told me because I'm about to come over anyways. Um, that sounds like, oh that sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm doing a really cool thing right now, which I'm drinking in the afternoon, which means probably by 6, 7 o'clock I'll have a headache, which will make me go into another spiral convincing myself that I do have COVID, because having a headache is a symptom of the silly little disease people are getting, okay? Oh, boy. Well. But I'm getting tested on Saturday, which is... um. The um the um allotted time that you're supposed to it's the time that you're supposed to wait. Yeah, you'll give yourself five days. Yeah. So, anything else, gang? I mean, these episodes are not going to be that long because you know everything's going on. I don't know. If people really need to uh, hear our silly little dumbasses. Right. <clears throat> um. Oh, I listened to the Woody Allen podcast. What's that? Uh, he did a podcast with with Alec Baldwin. Yeah. He did a podcast oh. with his, his with his number one biggest fan, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin loves Woody Allen. He can't get enough of his dumbass. And um, you know, this it's like forty minutes long, and really nothing is said. Only information that you really gain is that Alec Baldwin says in the beginning that he throws parties where he shows everyone um, uh, Broadway Danny Rose. Which I thought was it's an interesting insight on that man's life. 
Yeah. And uh, he um, believes... He's just like, he's like totally, he believes that um, Woody is totally innocent. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, of, of course he's innocent. He just, he only married um, his daughter. So, I mean, what did he do wrong? What's right, wrong with exactly. that? Um, so, yeah. That's psycho. If that's all he did, what's so wrong? Exactly. Well, and also... Um, <laughs> Um, he would date like sixteen-year-olds, uh, but then again, uh, Seinfeld did that too. So I mean, at the end of the day, what's wrong with that? If I mean, if Seinfeld yeah. does it, what's the Seinfeld thing? He just dated some girl in high school, and then they got married. Yeah, I uh, maybe I don't know. He dated a girl in high school when he was like thirty-eight or whatever. When he was and a he million. Was like, and he have to he'd drop her off at high school and shit. That's so cool. <laughs> Why didn't they talk about that in the TV show Seinfeld? I don't know. That would be that would be a funny thing for like for Jerry to do is to date a high school girl in the show. Yeah. She's no. always complaining about having to do her homework. <laughs> is that what he does? Is did he did he, does he talk about that in his new stand-up special that everyone's um, raving about? Uh, really, are people raving about it? Oh, yeah. People can't get enough of this Seinfeld um, Netflix special. <clears throat> He's on. He was also on uh, Mark Merritt's podcast. And actually, I kind of do want to hear and listen to that. I can't believe Mark Merritt's doing podcasts. Um... I mean, I think, you know, you know, everybody grieves in different ways. It's like, it's a... Well, also, he probably has, like, he probably has a backlog, too. I mean, like, you know, I don't know. Oh, Um, right. Yeah, there's that, too. There's that, too. But, like, watching, like... Like, he's alone in his house, so maybe doing the podcast is, like, you get to at least connect with somebody. Yeah, you could also just, like, stop, like being in your head but anywho yeah it's just a um you know show whatever poor guy um right. anything else gang <laughs> um well i watched inception i like inception um you know like movie a movie style that i kind of stopped enjoying like a few years ago i don't know i'm sure me and you have talked about it clay but it's like it's like where just everything is just made up. Oh yeah, I love and that. There's just like made up <laughs> rules, and nothing is actually. So like, I watched Inception again because when I first watched it, I loved it, and I still like it because I am a sucker for Chris Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. But it is the king of movies where everything is just made up. Yeah, what well, doesn't even make sense? Like he, so yeah. what? What so? What's the what's the premise of it? He's like, he dreams, but he can control the dreams, right? Oh, uh, I mean, dude, it's so hard. It's like yeah, you like you you get connected to somebody, and then one of you controls the, you, the other person's dream. But and what, then what, what does he going, do? What does he do with Ellen keep Page? Going down and level. When he like she, when he introduces Ellen Page to it, what dream or is he in? She makes the she makes the maze. Oh, okay. I don't right. know. Whatever. 
He needs a person to build a maze. I can't be thinking this hard when I have COVID. And you guys don't understand, like, what I'm going through right now because you guys have never had COVID. Like, I have already, like, four times now. And, like, it's just, like, hard to think sometimes. And, like, I actually put on Interstellar on the other day because it's on HBO now. Or go or whatever. I fucking don't know. Um, and that movie's corny as hell. Clay! What? Is at the end of Interstellar, is that... Is that when they find out that love can? <laughs> yeah, love is an messages through space. Yeah, love. <laughs> every time you love someone, the love goes into a black hole, and then I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Is it... Wait, is that what happens in Interstellar or not? Yeah, you're. I don't remember Interstellar. I just remember the worm place, and I remember that he leaves, and then when he comes back, his daughter is like old and dying. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um. I'm excited for Tenet, though. Well, I can't wait to see that crap in the year 2022 because you're not going to see my ass in a movie theater, especially when I have COVID. I don't want to give it to anyone else. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if I'm going to go to a movie theater. I love the movie theater, and I want to go so bad. But I don't know. Yeah, wait. You're like the number one movie theater fan besides Rod. Is you? Are you going? Uh, this is a conversation I'll have to have with Mitra, but uh, I doubt that I'll go. Yeah, no way. But what if, like, what if she says it's okay? Oh, and Mitra wants to go? Yeah. Or she doesn't want to go. She goes, hey, listen, if you want to go, I understand. If you don't want to go, I understand. Nah, I would only go with her. No, no, no. She says, I'll go with you. It's just, like, up to you. No. Okay. Not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Right now, at least, not at least for a couple more weeks. I will say this. I, I've been sneezing a lot lately, and that means, like, um, I have COVID in my in my stomach. That's where my COVID is, right? Um, yeah. And I've just been sneezing all over the place. And, you know, you catch, you put someone like me in that movie theater, that thing is going to be um, sprayed down um, with this nasty disease within a day yeah. or two. You gotta wear your mask while you're watching the movie, though. Rod, you can't. You honestly can't tell me what to do ever. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm just saying, Rod, you, you probably Rod, should wear your mask. Rod, I you can't see this, listeners, but right now Rod's in his apartment, sitting behind a table that says, "I can tell Clay what to do. Prove me wrong." Right. <laughs> so. I'm just saying, Robert. if you guys go to the movie theater, you probably should wear the mask. And that's for anybody. If you're going to go, put the mask on. And you're talking about the Jim Carrey mask because you're such a fan. Yeah. Well, he does. Talk about Jim Carrey mask, you, you're smoking. See, Clay? Yeah, I do. I yeah, see I that. don't think you could get. I don't think you can get sick if you wear the Jim Carrey mask from the movie The Mask. Because um, it gives you superpowers. Why don't they just release Tenet online? Like, what the hell? What the, just do that. Because. And charge double. Christopher Nolan is the last, uh, and Quentin Tarantino are the last two, um, whatever movie makers who do original stories that make a lot of money. Right. So I think Christopher Nolan feels like in debt, and he like he owes movie theaters. No, he likes he likes movie theaters. They want to like wants to keep them alive. And I get that. Well, once you get my ass yeah. in there and start sneezing all over the place, they're not going to be alive for a long time. And typically his movies are, like, not really movies I care to watch at home. 
I think that they're like better in the theater. Like if I could go see, if I could go watch um, Dark Knight in the theater, I maybe would do that. I I would like do that all the time. Oh yeah, no, I would see the Dark Knight right now in a movie theater. Uh, any, I would honestly watch anything. I mean, me and we played video games on a big screen the other night, and that was fun as hell. Um, yeah, I uh, we I set up a little movie theater and because we have a projector, and I set a little movie theater up in our um, living room. And uh, the thing with these projectors, if they cost under like two hundred dollars, they're gonna have a fan that is louder than most movies. And um, I played a movie called um, The Assistant. And The Assistant is a day-to-life movie of just an assistant that works at, like, some production company. And a lot of the movies heard taking phone calls where you have to, like, listen closely to hear what the people are saying on the other side. Because you're not hearing it, like, a direct line in. You're hearing it, like, if you're, like, right next to her in the way, same way you would hear it. So we had to watch the whole movie with subtitles because the fan was too loud. Clay. Yeah. So, I mean, you need, I, you need I, a good sound bar. I mean, do y'all ever watch that TV in your room? No, we don't. Never. It's never get turned on. Me and Mitra, whenever we get a place, we were just talking about how we have to get a TV in the room. Yeah. Because uh, I watch TV at night before I go to sleep, and Mitra, <laughs> every night, like around 3 a.m., I can feel her, like, frustrating, frustratedly grabbing the computer off of my lap and putting it on the floor. I think she's so sick of it that she's just, like, accepted that we're going to have a TV in the room. Yeah, and you're going to have the game on every night. Every night I'm going to have the game of the day. Yeah, the game of the day. the game? Well, the game of the day, Rod. It's whichever big game there was. Not the movie. Not the movie, the game? That's a movie, If that was on that day, that's the game of the day. That's the game of the day, Rod. You understand. Um, you understand, Rod? You understand. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think I get it. So I got a, a message. Um, I posted some stuff about don't don't trust kneeling pigs. Did we talk about that already? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Wait. Wait. No. No. I saw that. It was probably my favorite tweet that you've probably done in a long time. Well, so I, yeah. So you saw that. So yeah. most of the messages that I got I, on uh, Instagram were about like really mean things okay um, so like let's let's just start from the beginning what was the initial tweet that you tweeted i didn't tweet i instagrammed a, a storied an, a piece of art that said don't trust kneeling pigs um and then it said uh, uh, 600 cops were murdered i mean 600 people were murdered by cops in the last however long in la right um uh or that I, that statistic is probably I, I'm getting it wrong because I don't remember it's not in front of me. Anyone so who anyone listening to this podcast, if you hear any numbers out of our ass, even if if it's like how much money we have like in our pockets, the numbers wrong. We're dumb. So let's just like put that disclaimer out. Yeah. Um, so there's I did that. I got a lot of DMs from people saying like I was a fan, but fuck you. I'm happy your mom is dead. <laughs> That's cool. cool. That's cool. Uh, Epic win. And stuff like, um, I'm happy. Your I'm, your mom is probably glad she killed herself or whatever. Like weird. A lot of stuff about like happy your mom killed herself. But I know your mom one. didn't. Ha- I know your mom didn't kill herself. 
But if she did, do you think it would have anything to do? Like, would you think she would be glad because you Instagrammed a story that was anti, that wasn't charitable to cops? Oh yeah, because well, my mom, she loved cops. Yes, and Did you're talking about the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> my mom loved those guys. Right. And so she'll anyway. be tossing and turning in her grave if she knew that you had an Instagram story that lasted only 24 hours that was saying that you are skeptical of cops kneeling um, to, right. to get good press and not like they're in solidarity with the movement. Totally. So, but then I get one message from a, a foreigner. He's not from uh, America. And he gives me, it's a super thoughtful message. And it's like, dude, I'm a fan. I, I really enjoyed your special. There's many parallels in our lives. And um, I just want to let you know that I'm a cop and I would never um, try to, I would never, I'm, I obviously had thought about what you just said, but it's not like I'm not going to say fucked up shit back to you or anything because everybody has opinions and everybody, but I do urge you now that you are, you know, you have more of a following to think about um, the humanity on, and, and whenever you say things like this, there is humanity on both sides. And uh, of course, it's a foreign person. It's not an American person who's like sending me a long, thoughtful message who's also a cop. And um, so I just write back, like, hey, I really appreciate this. And um, thanks for taking the time. You know, most of the People who have been DMing me have said some really fucked up shit. Uh, I've been going to protests and I've been seeing all the disrespect from cops. People take cops taking selfies with each other, making funny faces behind like uh, speakers who are grieving mothers whose kids were killed by cops or uh, just being disrespectful. And I grew up in a place where they're mostly cops were aggressive uh, people who would threaten you rough you up um and sometimes would even were even pedophiles so like it's a i think uh my relationship with cops isn't really very good and whatever and i i just go but thank you for this message and you know i still believe in what i said and then the guy writes back yeah i think things are actually very different in america <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like uh you know god love you pal I, I, you know he was like really funny the way he responded right and it it was nice um and then you wrote a tweet well yeah and then uh, i just put that tweet out there because that you know it's like people when it's that it's because the cops are called pigs don't trust kneeling pigs. It really uh, hurts some people's feelings when you call a cop a piggy who goes oink, oink. Yeah, they get on all fours and go oink, 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 and they're pink as a little piggy. But to me, I mean, it's just, like, lame if you think it's not funny to call a cop a pig. Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of, a lot of, maybe a lot of, this is probably like a fucking not right, but like a lot of the same people that are like upset that you would call a, a cop a pig are the same people that think cancel culture or call out culture has gone too far. And like um, PC culture is just like destroying uh, culture. Yeah. 
So if you can't be say like you can't be like you know saying cops are pigs, which you know, um, that's like I for some reason in my head that's literally the least offensive thing to say. That they are oink oink little pink piggies. Yes 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 yes. Um, right, no, it's like, who, yeah, they're oink oink pink little piggies. Um, I mean, the thing for me is that pigs are, are fun and cute. Well, yeah, that's yeah, why, and that's why Rod loves like, cops. And it's not oh, no. cool that cops are called pigs. Oh, oh, because to me, cops are cute little cuties. <laughs> no, yeah, but cop- I, I think it's just like hearing pigs. And of course, some cops are probably actually kneeling in solidarity. But then I get messages from people in the South going, ah, it seems the tides are turning. Um, this is like a week ago. It seems like the tides are turning. I've, saw, I've seen on the news the cops are starting to kneel. Yeah. And I go, absolutely not. <laughs> it's just, like, no, no, that's like a it's trick. Work. It's a trick. Like, yeah, I'm sure there is a handful of cops who are kneeling because they like, are like, I don't want to fuck around with this mess. But the truth is, if, if they really felt like that, you know, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't be there in the first place. It's hard to say. You go because ahead and like either quit being a cop or, you know, start start reporting on people who are bad cops. Right. Was, instead of like having you know fifty seven people quit their job because their friends who pushed down an old man got suspended. Right. That video is wild. That's an insane and, video. And- it's just that video mixed with how earlier in the day those cops were kneeling. And you could see that one of those yeah. cops had, like, was kneeling. Did you see that, Clay? Yeah. Um, I saw that Nancy Pelosi was kneeling, and then the very next day she said she's not down with, um, or her and Chuck Schumer said that they're both not down with uh, defunding police. Oh, good. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's the cool other that thing Joe Biden saying, said that, too. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Joe Biden, I don't know, know if Joe Biden even he actually kneeled. said, he actually, I don't even think he, he knows about He actually wants to give $300 million to police. Um, I don't think Joe Biden knows that there is, a, a, like, what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah, well, do you At know all. he's, like, he says that he's not going to serve more than one term. He said that? Yeah, yeah. That he's like he's not he's not committing to two terms if if elected, and that um, so that's cool. I think he knows that he goes he goes like oh who me I don't I'm not gonna make it four more years. Are you kidding me? Right. Uh, anywho, gang, um, that's another episode of um, dumbasses talking about um, sensitive political situations, um, and, and Winnie Allen. Um. Anything else? Gang. Nope. I eat poop. That's all I know, man. <laughs> I do too. I like to drink a pee pee too. Rod, you have yeah. anything? Nah. I'm have you pee-pee. bought anything yet, Rod? Before we leave, can you like just update us on things that you bought with your newfound money? I haven't bought anything yet. No. I'm gonna buy a computer sometime this month. I just haven't decided when. Okay. But I've also just trying to been donate more. Don't donating more of my money. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to buy. Oh wow! I thought I thought Steven Crowder had enough money as it is, but anywho, gang. Um, um, that's it. Okay. Uh, that's it. 
Another great podcast. Another great podcast. And gang, if I get tested on Saturday and it comes back that my ne- my ass is negative, which I don't think it is because I have COVID, like I told you before, and I was right all the other times I had COVID, um, I, we might do our next podcast, Patreon style, IRL, in real life, baby. So um, look forward to that. Um, but I doubt it's going to happen because I bet I have COVID-19. Um and um that's it gang um go to the uh, go to the patreon we're giving all our patreon money to blm causes same with our merchandise so uh, all that's going to blm um um and watch updates uh that's it thank you for listening to another great american arts and culture review podcast okay gang bye bye forever this has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.